Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And it is time for another episode of MTV's official challenge podcast, where we're going to go behind the scenes of the challenge, Double Agents. And like I say every week, this podcast is not spoiler free. So before we go behind the scenes, make sure you're up to date on all the latest challenge episodes. And on this episode, we'll be joined by the one and only, the asshole of the show, who's actually our favorite, the man of the hour. Love him. Devin Walker, a.k.a. Dave, a.k.a. Max, and we'll explain those nicknames later on. (laughs) We're going to hear what he has to say about winning that daily challenge, working with Gabby, and of course, his big brother feud. Okay, let's get started because I really want to get I'm so excited. I'm really excited for this interview. I'm so ready. All right, right. Lisa, here we go. Safe House 36-second recap in honor of the 36th season of the challenge. Are you ready? No, but I'm going to try. Here you go. Go. So we get to this (laughs) sandy place. And TJ blows the horn. What you don't see is that my leg gets stuck and I almost fall over, but who cares? Then we race. <laughs> then we're digging and digging and digging. I break my gloves. I'm digging that hard. We don't win, but you know who does? Devin, even though I tried to hide every one of his pieces. So Devin wins. And now he has power. And it's crazy when Devin has power. It's really fucking scary. So him and Gabby have to decide who they're going to throw in. We're deliberating and things. Um, Gabby's making out with Fessy. Fessy's trying to finesse her. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. He was like, yo, I kiss you. How'd I feel? feel <laughs> um moving on then we get to the elimination amber b gets blindsided i think gabby should have went dun, down dun, that dun, was 36 dun, 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 seconds that was Damn good it. you got a lot in well tori you're about to get a lot more in here comes master t i'm about to close my eyes about to go up to this mic and i'm about to fucking go in the zone count me in count right. me in fam three two oh. one Bam, here we go. We on the show. Yeah, Fessy up. Okay, no, I'm not going to wrap it like that. But let's just talk about how Fessy and Gabby, the only way that they were actually going to kiss is if Gabby was actually laying in a bunk bed. Because look at the size difference on those two. How the fuck were they actually going to kiss? Like, I imagine like a huge (laughs) giraffe bending down and kissing like a cow. I'm not calling her a cow. I'm just saying like it's a smaller, shorter animal. I'm going to move on now. Not Melola. What the fuck is going on there? Because there's a lot of problems in that relationship. It seems like they need to get a divorce. I'm really happy for them. Looked really sad when Lola was trying to get everybody to get her thrown into elimination. But let's be real, nobody wants to get her school. So she's going to have to figure something else out she's gonna have to win a challenge she's gonna have to work with Nam. okay now we're gonna go into the elimination because amber little amber amber and amber mini mini no you're done once you go in (laughs) (laughs) 
M. Amber Mini. Amber. <laughs> she is bite size. She's bite size. It's cute. Oh, she's she's super her last cute. night. She did this wavy thing with her hair. She looks really fucking hot yesterday. Shout out to you, Amber um, M, for being a cutie pie. <laughs> she doesn't really like me, but I'm still gonna give her some love because she's from that Are You the One fan. So. No, I told her I was like, you said she's a straight shooter and you respect that. And she was like, that's cool. So I'm men and fences everywhere. Thank you. That's what I do. Thank you. That's what I do. Thank you. Thank you. Put bridges back together. Thank you. So talking about good moves, play the day here. Mm-hmm. The best athletic move. What would it be? Uh, I have no, no clue. I don't know. What do you think? Can we give it to Dev? Can we give it to Dev for winning that? Yeah, we can give it to Debbie. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear them mess up their names. They would call them Gabby and Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, what was it? Oh, Gavin and Debbie. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> dead. That's so. I'm like, that's not them. That's not them. <laughs> I was like, Debbie, Debbie. Oh, no. <laughs> it was great. Play the day goes to Devin. Way to put the puzzle together. Being behind three groups, mm-hmm. three teams that that maybe could have beat mm-hmm. you. I'm not really sure because Josh doesn't really wear his contacts. And even when he does, he squints. Nani wears glasses. Mm. I don't know how they thought they could see that puzzle from afar away. Yeah. I mean, I get Aww, it, though. Try to kids. work smarter, not harder. Like, that's it looked like a far run. Like, how long? How big do you think that smarter would have been glasses? <laughs> I would have been like, um, pause. I need my glasses. Yeah. For this one. All right. What do you think the dirtiest deed is? Oh. It's got to be Gabby blindsiding Amber, right? I mean, that was a dirty deed. But also during the challenge, dirty deeds were all over the place because somebody's hiding our piece. Our piece is probably still in the sand there. <laughs> I wanted them to go out and dig it up, but it was it just took forever. Like we were out there for a while. I had yeah. so much dirt in my nails. I cut my fingers open. Like it was bad uh... digging through that. And it was cold. So you're like sweating uh, in the cold. So, I mean, the dirtiest deed has to be one, Gabby mm-hmm. blindsiding Amber B. Yep. And two, just covering up everybody's pieces with dirt. It was and a dirty telling game. them to their face that, oh, my God, I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, All right. Well, let's get into this challenge. Should we dive into it deeper? I mean, I feel like we can get into it more with Devin later on. Yeah, let's do that. In the interview, because I think that he's really going to be able to spice that up. Cool. Give us his perspective on what was going on that day Love that. and, you know, what it was like to work with Gabby. I would, however, like to talk about this elimination. <laughs> OK, because you were there. I need to know. OK, let's talk about it. Amber, do you think that she was really ready or do you think Corey convinced her to vote herself in? Like, what do you really think went on with that? I think that she wanted to have it in her own hands for her to be like, you know what? I want to go in. Yeah. And we've both been there before. Yeah, 100 um, percent. And we both know that sometimes it doesn't work in our favor. But she, I also think she found out in the game, like, I also have a partner that wants to go in every single time. So I'm going to have to buck up Mm -hmm. and like want to go in. Even if I don't, my partner is going to force me probably to want to go in at some point. Mm -hmm. So I think that working well with Corey gave her, did give her some confidence. And it's awesome when you get a great partner, you work differently. Yeah. And maybe that's what she needed. Mm -hmm. So I think she wanted to go down. Um, I don't think anyone's really ever ready for their first hall brawl. Fuck no. I can Um, tell you from I think it's a scare, especially if you've never been in a fight or you've never played a contact sport where you're running into somebody. Right. It's different. I mean, I did it on an angle where you couldn't see the other person and then you just collided with them with Laurel of all people. And she is a beast. My and that was God. the first that was the first hall brawl. We were like in a chicken coop in a circle oh. and I couldn't even see her. So we ran from different sides, collided oh. in the middle and went. That sounds I mean, 
terrifying. Yeah, and you're running on it. You're trying to sprint like on an angle because you're running in a circle. Oh, God. It's and you scary. know what? I give credit to anybody who goes into a hall brawl because like mm-hmm. you said, it's terrifying. So anybody out there in the audience who's like, oh, yeah, like in the hall brawl, she didn't do too well, whatever. Put yourself in your hallway. Go get your sister or your mom. Stare at each other 25 feet away from each other and say go and run into your mom as hard as you fucking can. The shit fucking hurts no matter what size you are it's terrifying especially when you've never done anything like this before it's Mm -hmm. scary you know and anything can happen I mean we saw Nelson almost beat Fessy yeah you know like and that's why I never count anybody out because you never know but with experience I've been hit a couple times so Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to get hurt I mean I blocked CT and ended up with a broken ankle I was because I'm not afraid to get hurt I mean, that was dumb as shit, but (laughs) you still won. Our team still won. I love you. And, you know, sometimes you got to sacrifice shit. And I think people in the challenge, once you've done a knot, like a real challenger Mm -hmm. just throws caution to the wind where we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. (laughs) I'm going in and I'm doing shit. Yeah. But I was genuinely confused about like her strategy because at one point in time, she's not running with a ball. So do you think that she was just frazzled from the first hit? I think that and just trying to get the ball because you had to run to the other side to get your ball and then run it back. I think it could get confusing, to be Um, honest. Yeah. I mean, they ran back and forth more than you thought. There was 12 times that they'd have to run. Oh, so it doesn't even really look like that. Yeah, I think it was 12 times because they had three balls, but you had to run there and back with one. So six. Run there and back with two. So six and six. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so... So what was it... How long do you think it took overall, like, realistically? And what was it I like mean, watching it? They weren't, they weren't like, scrapping, scrapping. I see Amber M took her down at one point, And I was like, okay, scrappy. Like, I think she was tired of, you know... Yeah. Being... Looking like she's about to lose. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we've seen more brutal hall brawls. So this was, like, a gentle hall brawl. Okay. Me. But these are two people that have never done it before, so... Right, yeah. I'm trying to be fair about it, but yeah, put, you know, maybe a seasoned vet in there. Uh, yeah. Like put, put Cam on the other side of that hallway, even Lolo. Yeah. She's going to outrun you, but mm-hmm. she also, she might fuck you up in there. Oh God. So, Lolo is not somebody acting like you would want to see on a hall bra. She's just so strong. Like she is strong. She's so strong. Like, and she's crazy in the, in the best competitive way possible. I mean, Michael Jordan was a fucking crazy animal when it came to competition. I give Lolo that same credit. Like you have to have yeah. something a little loose up there to be as, as incredible as she is. So yeah. Or something so, so, so well-trained. Yeah. That you can't untrain that. Yeah. She's, she's so going to be competitive about every and intense about every single thing she does. She's a fucking Olympian. Yeah, yeah. She's not a regular person. She's an Olympian. She's yeah. a super person. Yeah, she is a super person. She's a person on crack. Like, we're regular people. Mm-hmm. She's a super person. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, but how do we feel? I, okay, so what you don't know is that Amber B and Gabby have not been getting along. Mm-hmm. And I think it was easy for her to call her name out and be like, fuck it. Because she couldn't trust her. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people in the house were kind of wondering which Amber B we were getting. Because mm-hmm. she was very nice a lot. And she very really emotional nice. and, and yeah. sweet and, and affectionate. Mm-hmm. Um, gave killer back rubs. Like, keep going, girl. Just just yeah. please just be a massage therapist. It's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there were other sides to her. And I think that it being her first challenge, she was really aware mm-hmm. of herself and yeah. how she was going to be portrayed. 
but she was still, I mean, I didn't know that big brother had her like that. Like I had no idea. I just thought she was playing with the vets. No, she was playing with big brother. Yeah. And you know, Devin called it out from the very beginning. Like, and I didn't want to hear it because I had always been really close with Josh because of World of the Worlds too. Josh and I were just on this outskirts of the Alliance and then we just kept getting thrown into eliminations. Mm-hmm. So I always had this thing with Josh because we always felt like we were kind of outsiders, but I didn't realize coming in how strong that Big Brother Alliance was. And now we really see it. I mean, like I forgot Lolo was technically Big Brother. Like, because she had done it before. Oh, my God. I totally forgot till the second. Yeah. Lolo was big brother. Amber B was big brother. Josh, Fessy, Casey. Huge alliance right there. Devin was not wrong. These motherfuckers are stacked. Like, yeah, well, I think it's because of what I said, you know, what I'll probably dive into more with Devin in the interview. But, like, last season on Total Madness, it was not like that. Yeah. It was like Josh and Fessy, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, but more so Fessy and Casey, but you really didn't see it. Yeah, but now you know, and they five. didn't really have Bailey because Bailey, oh, Bailey was with Bailey and Casey were cool, but were they working together? I don't fucking know. I still right. don't know what was going on. Right. So I think now they came into this like, yo, we got to keep each other intact. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep picking Fessy, mm-hmm. even if we don't work well together. To one, humble his ass, and two. Mm-hmm. You know, because we had different different ways of playing. So I felt like it was a cool strategy to have, like, you know, a fall guy. Wow. <laughs> but and he also had a huge alliance and, and they were all interconnected. So it worked out well. But yeah, going back to that, I mean, Amber M goes home mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's the last we'll see of her. You never know. I mean, mm-hmm. she really did have a big personality. She was great. At Mafia, she would do all these different voices. Yeah, really? She'd, yeah. She'd be like, cock-a-doodle-doo, wake up, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it was just, she was fun. She yeah. really was fun. And mm-hmm. when she could, like, she let loose and she really opened up towards this part in the game. So it was it was upsetting to see her go because, you know, you like people who are fun in the house because you need it. Yeah, totally. Speaking of fun. <laughs> Should we get into speak- Yeah, let's get some of these topics. Let's talk about, let's talk about this bunk bed kiss because... Because I said it before in my 36 second recap, and I honestly, obviously, we all knew that Fessy and Gabby had a thing going on, but how they must have been like planning how to kiss like that because the height difference between the two is so massive. That- what did you think? She was like, yo, I'm going to be lying in bed. Can you come over <laughs> and kiss me there so I don't have to, I don't have to reach up? Yeah. I mean, he could have just picked her up and kissed her. That would have been hot. Ooh, that that would have been That would have heightened that spice factor. Yeah, that would have been smooth. But he kissed her and he was like, yeah, how'd you feel about those lips? Oh, God. Are they just as great as everything else on me? Because <laughs> I'm competitive even when I kiss. Oh, my God. You me. could see it. Did anybody in the house know that that happened? Yeah, we totally knew they were hooking up. So did Devin know? I don't know. Okay. Because, you know, Gabby was kind of a hot commodity. She was a beautiful girl. Yeah. So I think everybody, I mean, I was looking at her like, so I get to, we get to tan each other. What's up? What's next? Get to see in a thong. What's, you missed a spot. You know, like, <laughs> on me and yourself. Um, yeah. It just, it, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe we'll find out a little bit more when we talk to our, the one and only Devin Walker. 
I'm so excited to have him on the show. I think that a lot of people think that we're probably enemies, but I truly believe that we are frenemies, the true definition of frenemies. We do love each other and you love him. And there is something special about his personality. He definitely brings something new, interesting, brave, annoying. I mean, we have all the adjectives for him. Yeah, like, he's, he's great. Yeah, very well-rounded. I'm really excited to talk to him. All right, we're going to get into it right after this break. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right, folks, we have come to that moment in the podcast where we get to interview someone so very, very special and near and dear to our hearts. We have everybody's funny guy, amazing commentary given in all of his interviews. Your favorite tech guy, (laughs) Foamer master, (laughs) drink you under the table, but also outsmart you, Devin Walker. Yeah, Dave. Ladies. Thank you for having me. Long awaited, very excited to be here. It I feels it. so bad to hear your voice. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> it's so triggering to hear your fucking voice, but I love you. You know, Dave and I, aka Devin Walker, and I have had a long running rivalry, but let's be real, Dave, we're fucking friends. Okay? Can you just say it? Yeah. Yeah, no, we're, we're friends. Um, I think, well, first of all, let me start here. Okay. Congratulations, uh, Tori and Anissa, on this podcast, on the success of this podcast. Uh, It is, as someone who has had several failed podcasts, I know the work (laughs) that goes into it, and you guys are crushing it. So when someone does a good job, you tell them, 
good job. So you guys, are, <laughs> you guys you. are crushing it. Well done. Thank you. Um, back to Tori's original question. <laughs> yes, we are friends. Uh, and hopefully this interview can put our rivalry to rest. Okay. Aww. I love that for us. I mean, like, you are my favorite person to hate. And I, I hit you up after I watched the episodes. And I swear to God, for everybody listening, I actually am a big fan of Devin. It sucks to be on his bad side. Everyone can see how he can move through the game. He's a fucking dick. He's an equal opportunity dick. He's an <laughs> asshole to everybody. But you got to love him because he's such a fucking character. So thank you for coming on the show. I can't wait to dive into this episode with you, especially because you fucking won that challenge. Yeah, that was a against all odds scenario there. Uh, yeah, I believe I was there covering was up all your puzzle pieces. pieces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like another <laughs> white one. I'm like, these. fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game. Why would people specifically gunning for you? Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm a bit of a loose cannon anyways. And it, it, had, it was clear what my intentions were. And it was, to, you know, blow up the alliance that had been running the game the whole time. Um, and as we get closer to the finish line, you know, those wins become more and more important. So obviously you want somebody on your side to win. And uh, I was not really on anyone's side. I had CT, Nam, kind of had Kyle, but the rest of the house was was very much against me. Um, and so it was it was really good timing. Yeah. Now, do you think the helmet you wore helped you to build this? Like, was there an extra, like, brain pack in there to help you solve this puzzle? Because as you see in this episode, people are way ahead of you. Oh, yeah. I mean, we tried to make you lose, and you still beat us. I mean, teams that already had all their pieces in trying to assemble it, and you literally just said, oh, I'm just, I have one of these in my backyard. Well, I actually do have a totem pole in my backyard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when I saw, I'm not going to lie. I saw Nani and Josh finish first. I thought, oh, well, zero fucking chance they win. And then Corey and uh, Amber M were behind them. And I'm thinking, okay, collective IQ of that team isn't putting a totem pole together. So as we started moving through the teams, I, I, although I hadn't even found all the pieces, uh, you know, I, I still liked our chances. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Anissa, I don't think you and Fessy found all yours. So you're, you guys are a team. I would have thought you missed one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you guys are a team. I would have thought would have been, you know, had a legitimate chance at this. And then it was really just CT and big T. Cause I'm, you know, CT, everyone says I'm the puzzle master. CT's the puzzle it's master. A, it's a master. Um, yeah. Bizarre. And, it is his ability to kind of process information uh, in the heat of the moment mm -hmm. is really unmatched. So yeah. when I when I saw that they had gotten all of their pieces, I was thinking, all right, this is you know going to be tough. But um, the strategy that that ended up working out the best was just look in the areas that look like they have been reburied because <laughs> yeah. everyone was finding our pieces and then burying them again. So smart. God, yeah. it's like I was so annoyed. I'm like, why am I getting? And I felt bad, kind of. Um, I don't feel bad at all, actually. Uh, but for for yeah. one second, I was like, I really do like Devin, but 
I don't know what he's going to do. And I don't know why I was so blind to the fact that I was attached to someone that a lot of people were not happy about and did not want in the game. And watching the show back, I'm like, all you motherfuckers kept voting for me, but it wasn't me. You were voting for him. It wasn't I you wish somebody would have knocked on my door and let me know, hey. You were the best thing that could have possibly happened to him. And that's why I was so – it's so frustrating to watch the season play back and for him to be kind of hinting that you're like an anchor when it's like, Fessy, without Anissa, you would have been everybody's target because you're not likable and you're <laughs> – you, you know what I mean? Like you have zero social game and you're a pretty physically imposing player. So the only reason that you guys weren't on the chopping block every single week was because of you, in my opinion. Thank you. Mm, you hear that? Yeah, Cause you even listen to our easy. podcast. He definitely fucking doesn't. He's he, too busy listening he to doesn't. his own podcast on repeat. He's probably listening <laughs> for your voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, listen. and for the record, a Fessy's podcast is just 45 minutes of silence. Just dead air. It's called dead air and it's just <laughs> quiet. It's, oh, Dave, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but is it All true? Right, I got... <laughs> All right, Dave, Devin, Dave, Devin, I got a question for you because you see you working with Gabby this week and I know how hard it is to work with you politically as a partner because mm-hmm. you just decide that when you're in a partnership, you're the le- you're the head of the house. You're like, okay, it's my game. Like, play along with me, even though you're the one that has a lot to lose because technically Gabby still needed to go in and get her skull. So number one, what is it like working with Gabby? And number two, how the fuck did you convince her not to go down in that hall brawl? Yeah, so two excellent questions. Um <laughs> working yeah working with Gabby was a bit of a roller coaster. Uh we are believe it or not very similar in terms of our approach to kind of security in our own thoughts. Um so like we both always think that our plan is the best plan. Uh so it was difficult to work with her when we weren't on the same page which doesn't show in this episode, but for the most part, we were on the same page. It's just, as Kyle points out, when you throw power into the mix, everything gets a little bit more cloudy. I mean, what I didn't even even really convince her not to, I just convinced her to look at it from my perspective. (laughs) And then also, as soon as she saw that hall, it was a no go. She literally pointed at her face and goes, I'm not going down there. And I was like, what do you mean? And then she was pointing at her face. And I was like, well, what, what do you think is going to happen to your face? You're wearing a helmet. Right. <laughs> but she was afraid. Oh, my she, God. She was afraid. She reminds me of Jenny a little bit. There was, yeah, there was also like, there was a lot of other aspects to that that didn't really play out. You got to uh, understand that Amber was one of her closer friends in the game. And that's true. Everyone keeps saying this and about how terrible it is to go against your friend and blah, blah, blah. And then especially if you put yourself down there against your friend, I think it's just an extra added layer. Granted, yeah. they've known each other for six weeks or whatever, <laughs> but uh, it still played a factor in her mind. And I do think probably to this day, she regrets it because I, I regret it too. I wish, I wish I had sent her down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have, if I knew, if I knew it was a girl's day, there's no doubt in my mind we're going down there because then I'm going rogue. Yeah, because yeah. she would have totally picked, picked Fessy. 100%. Yeah. And then my ass is going rogue. Yeah. Because more than likely, whoever she, like Anissa, this, let's just play this scenario mm-hmm. out. She, Gabby goes down, wins, picks Fessy. You can pick between me and Corey. 
I mean, I really like you, Max. I feel like <laughs> I, know, it, I mean, our brains together. Mm, I mean, for the in sake a of final, my argument, like we might not be the <laughs> fastest the together, my, but we're fucking figuring out all your tech problems. You tech solutions, call us. You need your home <laughs> bugged, you call us. You need some puzzles, call us. Yeah, Max and Get Max us on the horn. Yes, Max and Max coming through mm-hmm. with all oh. of your needs. <laughs> Well, that's a good segue. That's a good segue into why I've I've never had this relationship with two people where we all call each other the same. Well, so like I'm Dave. So Tori calls me Dave and I call Tori Dave. But Anisa calls me Max and I call Tori Max. Now, no, you call Anisa think, Max. Or excuse me. I call Anisa Max. Yeah. Um, so Tori started calling me Dave because she said I just look like a Dave. <laughs> Like she was like, you're just daving it up all the time, like looking like Dave. And I think that means like I look like someone's dad like, that has like, you know, like white sneakers and like is wearing like khakis and like is going golfing. Yes. Like I think that's what I like. And I am kind of that way. And then for whatever reason, I just called, started calling you Dave too. Yeah, um, that's great. So that's how that's how the Dave thing came about. But the Max thing is almost even funnier because it was – <laughs> it's when me and Anissa figured out that we are not field agents. <laughs> um, we're not, we're not going to be out there on the front lines, um, you know, shooting, shooting people or, you know, on a, in a moped chase. That's not really our vibe. Oh, uh, we are God. in the van uh, and we're doing the tech. Uh, and the guy from Mission Impossible that does that's name is Max. So okay. we are Max. Yeah. So we max it out. I mean, we're doing a lot of things. <laughs> that's fucking epic. We max it out. That's yeah. fucking epic. We do. We really do. Mm-hmm. Oh really do. my God. Oh, all right. Well, that's amazing. I'm thankful that we all can fucking joke outside of the house because we know when we're in there, it's not always jokes. Dave, you're a pot stirrer. You are that. You do that. Do you practice that at home? Yeah, well, okay. All credit to Brendan, Ryan, and Yuri, uh, who are my three older brothers. And if you think I can stir a pot, you should see the ladle these three are dragging. (laughs) Because I'm telling you right now, my... My ability to pin people against each other is fractional compared mm. to these three super pot stirring geniuses. Mm. Uh, and so do I practice it in my normal life? No. But anytime the four of us are in the same room, there's stirring. And that <laughs> happened for, you know, 19 years straight. Oh, so, I love it. Uh, yeah, there was a there was a fair, fair amount of stirring going on. And that's, it's just kind of ingrained in me to shake things up. As I said in this, in this episode, big chaos guy, not a big, uh, not a big stagnant energy guy. Shake it up. Yeah. You know, like shaking it up. Yeah. <laughs> you do it so well. You really do. Mm-hmm. A house mm-hmm. with you in it is a livable house. I will say that mm-hmm. moments of downtime, just a good morning, Devin and a good morning, Anissa. Really got my day going, full of energy, and mm-hmm. the chaos would come later. Mm-hmm. I've got one gear. <laughs> I love it. Stay in that gear. I want to know <laughs> this, though. The personal big brother 
rivalry this feud because i was Mm. there and they don't show that big fight i know that your shoes were taken off if you could go into that fight (laughs) a little with a little bit more detail help the listeners to kind of understand you know what was going on that night and why the feud okay exists in the first place yeah let me break this down because it goes back a ways uh actually the, the seed was planted in my first season of the challenge where there was some new are you the one players and it was like the second season that are you the one had been introduced into the game and we were immediately target first of all tori can attest to this mm-hmm. i've been trying to have an are you the one alliance <laughs> yeah for five years okay? <laughs> I, I i'm in pitching it. it i'm in it now i promise i'm I, in it now we'll you see, need to be but, somewhere tori I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I'm in that. I'm in the lines. (laughs) I keep pitching it. It keeps getting shut down. And that happened on Rivals 3. And, you know, on every season I've done since then where there was anybody from Ari the One. So part of it, uh, truthfully, because I am, I try to be an honest person and I try to be, you know, um, have a a pretty good self-awareness. It's honestly, a little bit of it is based in jealousy. They come in out of a different show. No one gives them any shit. No one's targeting them. No one mm-hmm. cares that they're from a different show. Mm-hmm. People from Are You The One, it was like, you guys are from a different show. You guys got easy money. We hate you. You're going into every elimination. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, now that we've kind of gotten out of that, let's do it to Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Absolutely not. <laughs> and they're all going to gang up on us. And we're all going to wait in line to get into their alliance. I can't even get one alliance. They got people waiting in line. I was like, come on. <laughs> so it's a, honestly like a bit of it was was fueled by jealousy. And then I also will say that the casting for, in my opinion, for uh, the challenge from MTV-based shows and from the challenge, or excuse me, and from Big Brother is just very different. They're a very different style of person. And if you watch big brother that the show is based on lying and manipulating Mm -hmm. and so that's why it's also so confusing to me that everyone can't wait to align themselves with someone from big brother when like time and time again we've seen the pot like paulie started it off he swore to joss on his family yeah he was not going to hit them with a grenade said, get off this podium and you are safe. I swear on my family's lives. Yeah. What did he do with the first opportunity that he had? Mm-hmm. Stabbed him in the back. Swore on his family's life. Yeah. And then I'm like, that. yeah. And so it's like, there is a long list of situations like that that keep happening. But like the me and the Wes's of the world who have actually never done anything mm-hmm. are the these big master manipulators. It's like, they're from a show where the best liar wins. Mm-hmm. And most of them have won. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. So it's like part jealousy and then part just like frustration that I feel like I'm one of the only people that sees it for what it really is. I oh, think no, after I'll this again, a lot of people see it. <laughs> yeah. I saw it last season too, but I don't think mm-hmm. they had, there. it was their first season. So I don't think they had the, the wherewithal to like really pull shit together. And they also didn't want mm-hmm. to. I think give away any of their strategy, knowing that they may get cast mm-hmm. again. Yeah, you know. So I think it was just an entry, like an entry into this world, and then then we're gonna yeah. fuck everybody over next season. The shoe thing is the shoe thing is interesting though because yes. that was uh, 
So Fessy came and we were at the igloo or the ice dome or whatever we're calling it. And I was in the kitchen just kind of sitting there drunk and Fessy just came in and ripped my shoe off and threw it in the trash can, which I honestly think is funny. Yeah, this happened. This all happened. Mm -hmm. I actually kind of think that that's funny. So, but like in classic Devin response, I put up my other shoe and I was like, now take this one off, bitch boy. And he got so mad. Yeah, so I kind of flipped it on him. Uh, And then of course, uh, Josh gets involved and then, you know, things get escalated because I never stop. And um, I don't like that about myself. I'm trying to stop being such a dick. Uh, it's hard Aww. in those, it is, it's tough in those situations yeah. though. And now, you know, it, I, I just, I look back at, at this season so far and I see so many crucial errors. And for someone that pats myself on the back for being so smart, I was so dumb in so many of these, of these, uh, opportunities that I had to kind of put myself in a better position. Um, yeah. I thought so you mean, I, I I think you got to give yourself a little bit more credit. I understand like the reflective part of all of this Mm -hmm. because that's, you know, we have to watch ourselves back and like we hopefully get the opportunity to go back and change it. But at least looking into forward seasons, like in future seasons, you can evolve your gameplay. So, and I, and I hope, I hope to, I hope to shut it right the fuck up a little bit more. Oh, what's crazy is that if there's a rival season, all the people you've been fighting with are from big brother. So, uh, <laughs> you might get your mm-hmm. wish that you're going to be in the Alliance. <laughs> you know, oh my God. Corey has set the bar pretty high for partners in a season, but if they do a rivals four, your boy could have 12 partners. Yeah. I don't Interchangeable. Know. <laughs> I, I might just be bouncing around based on the competition. Yeah. You yeah. Could. Yeah. I'd like to be paired up with you just for comedic relief, but also, just to prove yeah. people wrong and really get some shit done. Oh, we'd crush it. I think, I mean, I love being Tori's partner. I think being, that's the thing. It's like, there's so many people in that game that, that are underrated and, and have like really, really solid qualities of a challenger and yet completely overlooked because of this tunnel vision of like bigger, faster, stronger mm-hmm. when it's just not necessarily what gets you the wins. Yeah, right. it's not. 100%. It's really not. They're like, oh, yeah. I you... would take one of you two again, in a, or Tori again, or you, Anissa, in a heartbeat. Yeah, Aww. well, this is the misconception. It's like, oh, well, if you don't have endurance and you got to run this, I'm like, I've never seen a marathon runner make it through a challenge knowing that they're all the physical eliminations. I can't be that tiny and be scary at the same time. My weight I mean, is what helps me. One, stay fucking mm-hmm. warm so I can swim like a fish. <laughs> Two, it helps me on cold nights. It helps me be the big spoon. And three, if I have to do a hall brawl or a tug of war, like I'm dragging you. Now, if I'm built yeah. like a marathon mm-hmm. runner and I'm 120 pounds, you're getting my ass because being an eliminate, having to go in this season was crucial to you getting to that final. And for mm-hmm. people who think it's all about endurance and you got to be tiny and you can't be thick, like, no, that's actually not the truth. And no. I've seen big people fall in the end that have six packs and great endurance. It really Nam is. Nam and Lolo. Right. Nam and Lolo. Right? Nam and Lolo can't do shit this season. Like, what the fuck is going on with them? Yeah. Like, and they are specimens, both. Yes. They were having a hard time this episode. Oh, man. They they are. <laughs> I mean, 
I'm a big scale guy. Uh, relationship potential one to ten is coming in at a hard one. Right. <laughs> I'm here at a point five. If there's a chance to put that on there. I mean, I Deb, you decimals, were yeah. you were close with Nam, like so you got to see his perspective of the whole thing. Like, what was it like being his friend through all of that? Yeah, I I mean, I'm a Nam guy, a day one Nam guy. Man spelt backwards, that nom, 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 nom. I mean, I could go on. I could go on for days. I think he's, I think he's just such a genuine and kind and, like, thankful person mm-hmm. um, that, in my mind, if you're disagreeing with nom, that's on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly, I would use sometimes nom as, like, a parameter to, check myself and be like, Hey, Nam, what do you think about this? And if Nam was like, that's a fucked up thing to do. I would dial it down, you know, because he, I I really feel like his kind of moral compass is so sound. Mm -hmm. Um, And the more I learn about Nam's uh, background and just kind of like his upbringing, uh, the more I respect him. And so I got to say here that that whole, that whole not getting along thing is on Lolo. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that is not me just being a big nom guy and being biased. I, I think even as a objective kind of looker on, she was incredibly difficult to deal with. Uh, and in, in intense is not the correct word. It's, it's whatever is seven words above intense. <laughs> uh, and, and I get it. She was an Olympian. Like, okay, can I just say there's two things that we get Lolo? I get it. You're an athlete. Corey, you have children, okay? I am aware. I am aware <laughs> of Corey's children. Let's not put that in anymore. <laughs> in the interviews? In anything. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, understood. Lola's <laughs> an athlete. Corey's got children. Moving on. <laughs> we all know why everybody's here. For their families. Yeah. Right. We get it. The family quota was met this episode. Yes. For sure. yes. <laughs> I love that. Let's be real. Yeah. People want to win. You said something funny too. It's like, I want I want them I want us to go on a season sometime and for them to be like, All right, what are you guys play or what are you guys playing for? Families ruled out. <laughs> <laughs> Pick something else. Like Yeah, it's TJ's like, This season you can't play for your family. Twister. Yeah. I want to fucking I want my cat to have a treehouse. That's what I'm playing for this time, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm playing for (laughs) bragging rights, and that's it. So you can't say shit to me ever again. And even if you do, (laughs) I'm not gonna fucking care. Devin, you're Tori's partner. How do you feel? How do you feel about being Tori's partner? It's like, well, you know, she really wants her cat to have a treehouse, so I feel like I'm gonna give it the extra, (laughs) you know, little push in this (laughs) challenge. Start crying. You have to do it. You have to do it for me, so. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, wait, Dev, I got another question for you because we were just talking about sure. Nam and this like physical stature of a man. But I wanna I wanna take all of that attention. I wanna put it on you. Yes. This season mm-hmm. of the challenge for you, you fucking show up. You beat Wes. In the past, you've beaten bananas. People do not give Dave enough credit. Can we say it? Yeah. Can we say I'm it? You credit. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> Coming from two people that are shouting. really not getting a lot of credit this season. Tori and I yeah. aren't getting much credit at all. But 
No. We're going to yeah. put you in the non-credit yeah. category to tell you that you deserve some hey, damn credit. It takes some it takes someone that deserves more credit to uh to see someone deserves more credit. Is that a saying? It is now. Well, coined uh, <laughs> coined by Yeah, I don't know. I Max mean, Dave. I, yeah, by Max Dave. I feel like um I said this to Wes too and I I I really mean this. Um it took me a little while to realize this, but like Anissa, you fall into this category. What you guys were able to build, or excuse me, what you guys were able to build, what Johnny and and you, Anissa, and Wes and CT and you know so many other people were able to build is incredibly impressive. And mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to go down and face off against these legends is really cool yes. in and of itself. And and yeah. to come out on top is even cooler. Um, so I feel like like you guys have paved the way for something so I legitimately think the challenge is the best game on earth. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best show. I think it's the best game. And I'm so happy to be a part of it and to, to be able to go up against people that helped kind of carve that path is mm-hmm. just like really fucking cool. Um, it win or lose, in in my opinion. Now, yeah. I would not have said this three years ago. <laughs> well, thank you. That made me a little teary eyed. It, it feels almost surreal uh, to and to watch it back. And obviously, that you know, the one against Wes, it's not ideal because I um I I took out someone that has kind of mentored me through this process. But mm. at the same time, there is like this kind of symbiotic passing of the torch that seems to be happening over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those of us that are, you know, fortunate enough to, to get it handed down to, we've got a big responsibility because Aww. you guys, you, you, you've put something together. I'm really proud to be a part of. That Aww. means a lot. Dad. It's Aww. true. Man, no, thank you. And I mean, that goes, that goes for, for Bina Murray and for the network and mm-hmm. for everybody that whose faces they don't see that, um, that helped put this show together, the camera guys, the audio people, yeah. the producers, the, you know, all the way down the line, you guys have interviewed some of those people that, that built it from the ground up on here. And so, you know, I don't know. I, I, I was, I feel like I was just like a cocky little dick that like felt like I deserved it uh, three or four years ago. And after a little bit of a break, I just feel like really blessed to, to have the shot and, and trying to make fucking fire show and win a million bucks. You're really you good make at a, making a fire show. Yeah, I mean those interviews, man, and like the the cards are falling in your favor this season. Like there are a lot of things that are happening for you. You're pulling out wins left and right. I mean, you're I, you're one of my favorite players in the game, Dev. So you got to give yourself credit too. You are absolutely solidifying yourself as like that a big part of the new school, which is so cool. Yeah, I appreciate that. Let's just make sure that we don't give ourselves a nickname. Hashtag TYB. <laughs> I can't. All right. We can stick to new school. That's fine with me. Yeah. Okay. Funny. I just want to dive a little deeper into your personal life because since you are coming up in this quote unquote new school, people got to know what's going on at home. Have you been watching the seasons or the episodes? Have you been getting ready for another challenge potentially? Can we talk about your guns? What you got going on, Dave? (laughs) Boom. Coming at you live with all the juice. All the um, juice. Yeah, so so here's the deal. 
uh, as I just mentioned, I will do these shows until they stop asking me to do them at this point. Um, because yeah. of the kind of new found respect I have for the game and um, it's the greatest job on earth and why would I be an idiot and not do it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always now training not to be a part of the show, but to win the show. Um, mm-hmm. For a long time, I was happy to be there. And I, I, I'm not going to name drop, but there was a few people this season that were happy to be there. And it pissed me off because <laughs> we're talking about like Tony almost died. You know what I mean? Like we're out there in these yeah. challenges and it is serious. Mm-hmm. And it's like people's livelihoods and everyone's playing for their families, whatever. But like it is an intense thing to to be a part of. And I had to kind of check myself and and say if you're fortunate enough to keep doing these you better start fucking coming correct because i feel like i've got half i've got the more difficult half of a really good challenger and that's what's going on in between my ears and so there's really no excuse for me to show up out of shape and kind of taking for granted a, a massive opportunity so Yes, I have been getting in shape. Uh, I am 204 pounds right now. Yeah, on hit purpose. him. Not on accident, on purpose. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, you can, uh, you can see all that progress. Don't let the weather forecast fool you. Okay, peak season is here <laughs> year round. There's heat there too. You know, it's always hot over there well, at the Walker. It's always residence. hot. I'm telling you, ladies, you guys had this whole. You guys had this. Uh, this ass pick market cornered, uh, but <laughs> no longer. Okay. Okay. No longer. I can't wait. I want to know if you do. My piece of the peach pie now. Oh, I'm starving. Um, <laughs> I I know that you and the and the the listeners don't know this little secret. Devin brought a beautiful speedo with him, and only certain men should wear speedos. Devin is one of them. <laughs> Will Speedos be making a return on future seasons? I just got a whole new batch. Oh, sister. shit. Ooh, I don't think they're ready. Yeah, I got a whole new batch. I got a whole new batch of Speedos, and they are top tier. Okay? Oh, I can't wait to they see them. They are top quality. Oh, God. I can't wait to see them. Mm-hmm. Devin, you're so amazing. I, I Hopefully, really love it. If- if I get to, you know, do another one of these things, we're somewhere where I can wear a bathing suit. Right. That you. Would be, <laughs> Thank oh, you. You sure you don't want to go nice. to like the Arctic Circle or <laughs> something? <laughs> Next challenge, race the Iditarod. We're like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck Just you. imagine how intense the pool parties would have been on this season. Oh With my God. With all the backstabbing in the line, you throw a couple of fucking waves in the mix. Something about a wave pool. We thought Lola was losing her mind before. You get to put a put Nam in a wave pool. <laughs> yeah, Nam wet more days than not. I would be. I would have became his towel. Is there anything you need trying? Nam in the pool, right? <laughs> Remember, Anissa, oh. when we did that breathing exercise and then we all opened our eyes and then Nam was just there. In his, like, underwear, I'm like, there is a God and God is listening <laughs> to our breaths and my breaths were all channeled to Nam's body. I don't know if I'm breathing <laughs> for myself at that point. 
I just oh, want to wake up God. to that. Oh, I love you, Deb. I really do. It's <laughs> such a joy. I wish we could have you on more than once, though. Yeah, me too. Hey, I'm here anytime you guys want to, but there's a lot of other characters I feel like have some explaining to do. So uh, I personally oh, they do. Will, be, will be listening to those interviews as much as uh, – as much as this one, because awesome. you got to send us some... a list of some people you really want to hear from, because your input is important mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. 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 Well, why don't you get Darrell's ass on here and chat with oh. him a little bit? Dirty D. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I mean, right. yeah, I don't know. I, I, again, I appreciate you guys and, and, and the love is mutual. Uh, you're doing something really cool here. So I was just happy to be a part of it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, literally any time. Your boy just goes to the gym, hammers ass picks, and crushes non-alcoholic beers. That's what I do. <laughs> I love it. It's peach season now with the great Devin Walker. Where can the people find you, Devin? Where can we follow you? Oh, well, you got to hit me up on Instagram because I have great rants there. It's MTV yeah. underscore Devin. Um, mm-hmm. a Twitter, my Twitter handle is mtv devin i don't think there's an underscore so you know depending on the content you're looking for you can get rants <laughs> gambling tweets or you know ass pics kind of, <laughs> so, it's the triple threat ladies and gentlemen <laughs> triple threat over here <laughs> all right dave we love you so much man we'll talk to you soon love you love you guys too thanks a lot AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024... You deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. It is always so wonderful to hear from the great, honorable, funny, dickhead. 
<laughs> Devin Walker, also yeah. known as Dave Max. Yeah. Um, it's just so amazing hearing from him. So thank you again, Devin, for the awesome interview and your insight. And good luck on making that 204-210. Yeah. Muscle man. Let's get into some listener transmissions. We got some questions from people and we went through our DMs. We can only answer two right now, but we got some good ones in. So Anissa, I'm going to ask you first, what, since you've done so many seasons and in the best way possible, what was your favorite or most memorable daily challenge that you've ever done? The ones where I won. (laughs) There you go. But my first daily win with a partner was with DM, I think, Mm -hmm. which was really important for us because we... One, needed that boost of morale. And two, we were always so close to like winning stuff mm-hmm. and not getting there. So uh, winning with her on a blindfolded challenge behind CT and Wes was uh. just, it was just great. Um, and I think in hindsight, it means more because, you know, I don't have her to compete with anymore. So that was a, that was a favorite daily for oh. me. What was yours? Me. Honestly, mine was with Jordan. Mine was uh, the challenge in Dirty 30 right before we locked ourselves into the final. And we had to do this like mini final and we secured our spot. And I just think that feeling of locking yourself into the final through a daily challenge was just nothing felt like that. And um, it was really cool for us because we had really grown like close that season. So it was a really nice, bittersweet thing to think back on that I'm still very thankful for that memory. Oh, yeah. Let's get I also had a favorite daily challenge, a couple of them on Dirty 30, when Tori would celebrate me when I did well. So those Hell moments yeah. meant a lot because I feel like yeah. people celebrate you for the wrong reasons. And you God. were just like my team player, like, girl, you fucking killed it. And I'm like, we're going to be friends whether you like it or not. Yes. You know, I love this story because I genuinely on my first uh, season of the challenge dirty 30 there was that purge in the very beginning where we had to roll those barrels we had to go get them i swear to god in my interview i was like i'm gonna show these these old girls how to do it well, i don't anissa, think anissa got it i literally specifically called out anissa my ass got handed to me because she beat me i walked up to her after that i said i can't even i can't even front right now i'm so impressed i'm sorry that i ever counted you out i'm I honestly, I, de- I deserve to come behind you for that. And like, that was the moment when I realized people fucking, I slept on Anissa, people sleep on Anissa. The girl pulls it out when she needs to. You are a yeah. fucking challenger, dude. You- and when I don't need to pull it out, I won't. Johnny taught me work smarter, not harder. Sometimes you don't have to win every challenge because no. with winning comes power and that power, you don't need it. Fessy and I don't need shit right now because you know what? We're going to yep. be public enemy number one again. It's so true. And you guys are like riding below the radar in this season. And it's it's amazing. Like you you both have your skulls. There's nothing else you need to do. You got to right. go to the final. That's it. Right. Who cares? You didn't no. want to come in last. And you know what? It, I didn't want to do really run with you because it, I was in my own head. And that's for another time. Yes. So mm-hmm. let's go on to the second question, Tor. Uh-huh. Now that there are Olympians on the show, mm-hmm. who is your dream celebrity partner? All right, I'm going to tell you this. This is also the person that if I had to be stuck on an island with anybody and I couldn't pick Anissa, I, would I pick know this who this person. is going to be. Will Farrell. I, I knew it. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Everybody loves Will Farrell. We would never get voted into elimination. I mean, if we had to go, we would go, but I would have the time of my fucking life. Will well, they'd Farrell keep you to the end because they'd think that he wouldn't be able to do anything. But also, what yeah. I say when you go into a final, or Johnny and I talked about it before, it was like, who would you want to go on vacation with? Yeah. 
you know, put in the other people, put them into elimination. Then you keep the people you want to hang around with. Yeah. That shit gets 100%. rough and boring and horrible and you need people to keep you mm-hmm. grounded. Who would you want your celebrity dream partner to be? So this isn't really a celebrity, if you will, but he's a CrossFit Ooh. guy. He was in the CrossFit Games. I follow him on Instagram. His name is Cody J. Mooney. He Ooh. takes burpees like a champ. He eats those bar-facing burpees up, and I give Ew. credit to people who love burpees because I fucking okay. hate them, and Tori makes me do them. That's Cody J. Mooney on Instagram. If you're listening, if you ever listen, I think you're beautiful. I know that you're younger Ooh. than me, but holy body, Tori. I want all Look of the... At him. Oh, he's... Wow. Yeah, look at that muscle up. Anissa's showing me his video right now. For all the listeners, let's give Anissa a little extra shove. Let's go to his Instagram, <laughs> Cody J. Mooney, and we're going to go comment under his last post and be like, Anissa gave you a shout out on the Challenge podcast. She wants to eat your children. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Before they're actually children. <laughs> So just put that out there. Anissa said that we want to see how many comments we get on Cody J. Mooney's Instagram. I would love it. <laughs> oh my Spam God. the shit out of that man. <laughs> okay, because he is beautiful. I just showed Tori. He seems like he's a great dude. Uh, mm-hmm. I know nothing about him. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, his abs look great, which means he's great. Um, so Tori, this was a great, great day for the mm-hmm. podcast. I think... We talked about a lot. We laughed a lot. A lot. Ugh. Yeah. We really did. <sighs> yeah, it's but it's coming good. to that time. Got to close out, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, Anissa, tell everybody where they can follow you and where they can follow Cody J. Mooney again so we can really <laughs> fucking make something happen because I'm dead. <laughs> follow me, Anissa, MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. Follow Cody J. Mooney. That's C-O-D-Y-J-M-O-O-N-E-Y. But make sure he doesn't get more followers than me because that would be weird that I'd boost him up that much. But he's super hot. <laughs> let him know I said it and let him know that I would love for him to be on the challenge. One, because he looks good. And two, because he feels good, I think, in my mind. And three, because I feel like he'd kick ass. So with that being said, mm-hmm. Tori, where can they find you? All right, guys, you already know the deal. Tori underscore deal come through follow me send me some dms you know i love some good juicy details and i love i love a lot of love there's a lot of hate going on on social media right now Mm -hmm. if you see some hate if you see some bullying harassing comments as a good person i want you to report those comments and then i want you to comment back to everybody and tell the world how much you love them let's spread some love this season because we know we've all been going through a lot so thank you guys so much for being a fan of the show and make sure that you watch new episodes of the challenge every wednesday And go behind the scenes with us the next morning on MTV's official Challenge Podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Relax this Sunday with a little moment to yourself and the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.